The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome everybody to Welcome. Player One. Are we welcoming people Welcome. in or are we welcoming people? We're welcoming people. people. God damn, people. Sammy, right. we're going to welcome some folks. Welcome I'm trying again. Welcome everybody to Player One Podcast. Podcast. I am your host, the Fantabulous Gurgi, joined by the usual suspects. The spooky Sam. And the very creepy Gilbert. Uh, like uh, Halloween uh, creepy, uh, not like I'm going to go watch people at the rec center swim creepy, right? I'm on a bunch of lists. <laughs> I'm not going to say what kind of lists they are. They could just be well. invitation lists. That's but they're not mail. fly lists, delivery call lists. List. Awesome, everybody. Well, welcome back to our third episode. Third episode. Third episode of Player One Podcast. Um, This episode, we're going to talk about a couple games. One that's out that's very interesting and near and dear to Gilbert because he loves himself some Lord of the Rings. Woo. The Shadow of Mordor. 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 Nar. The Nazgul. You guys, guys dumbasses. It's pronounced Mordor. Uh, That's how J.R.R. Tolkien originally saw his vision. And then uh, people butchered it because they can't pronounce shit. Frodo's not even named Frodo. His name is Frehendir. Frehendir. And the guy's not named Smog. It's Smog. No, that one is Smog. Okay. It's not Chowizoud. (laughs) Or Frodo of the Nine Fingers. And the Ring of Doom. Sam. 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 What? Riddle of the name fingers. All right. Well, you guys are going to that. I think we already exited the show with that, though. (laughs) And then we're going to go to a game that I find very interesting. I think a lot of people find interesting. To me, it looks like a hipster's, like, hallucination. But um, it looks cool. Uh We're going to have Sunset Overdrive. Which is a badass name, by the way. Gerg is remembering that video games should be fun. (laughs) <laughs> yes, video games should be fun. To me, well, I guess I'll, I'll bring it up when um when we get there. And then last but not least, we're going to talk about our, fa- our top three. We're going to have our top three because everybody has to have a countdown or a top whatever in a podcast, right? Always. Um, we're having our top three garbs in games. This includes armor. This includes, you know, it could be like 
zero suit for Samus if you want. Something that we got. Catches. As we're recording this, we got 15, 15 days of Halloween. So if you get in, if you don't know what you're going as, listen up. You could be inspired. Exactly. So yeah, that's kind of why I decided to like bring that up. It's like you know what? What garb actually brings out the best in the character? You know? Yes. Sure. <laughs> Okay. Uh, where were you going with that, Sam? Got to be inspired is all I'm saying. Got to be. Uh, oh, okay. Got to be inspired by like, oh man, I'm going to go out and create this costume or go get that one knockoff that's video game character where it's a red guy in suspenders with a big M on his hat. Non-copyright infringing video game character. Ah, uh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> as Sammy's going to, apparently Sammy wants to dress up as a Mario yeah, I'm going as Mario for uh, my pup crawl. It's gonna be great. Uh, you want to pimp that out or? Uh, yeah. If you're in the Santa Barbara area, October 24th, State Street. <laughs> we gonna get drunk. Don't you dare laugh at me. I'm the Prince of Plugs. What part of plugging don't you understand? And <sighs> All keep right. going, keep it going. So God we're going in the shadow of Mordor or whatever the fuck you're supposed to say. <laughs> um. I've seen a couple, like, Let's Plays of this. Uh, I, I have not had the luxury of playing it myself. Mm-hmm. But what I have seen from a lot of people, from a lot of game plays that I've watched, because that is the proper way to consume video games nowadays, you just kind of watch Twitch streams and YouTube <laughs> Let's Plays. Right. You can't spend $60 every couple weeks. Right, or I don't get paid to do this yet. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, so, yeah, that's why whenever you see play, Gurgi's, uh Playing by himself, whatever game, it's going to be a game that's like four years old. Because it's okay, it's playing really with fun. himself. <laughs> yeah, Gurgi. <laughs> Player Juan Gaming, Gurgi plays with himself. That's gonna, that video better get the most views. You know what I mean? going to get all the views. He's going to get flagged. That's what that's going to get. Anyway. <laughs> um, so what I've seen is basically Batman Combat or Son of Rome Combat, Rise Son of Rome Combat, where it's... um. As long as you time the right button, you're invincible because you can counter everything, which is not a bad thing. The Batman, the Batman Arkham Asylum, Batman Arkham City combat was very fun. Made you feel like a a complete badass. It's fun until you're like the 75 person combo. It's like, God damn, this guy's got to breathe at some point. Like Batman, especially (laughs) like I can only bounce off one guy, roll off another guy, throw him onto another person and then field stomp everything. How dare you? Insult Batman's endurance. I mean, I, was, I played the shit out of some Arkham Asylum. I don't even know the main character of this guy of the uh, Shadows of Mordor. Phil. Mm. Phil. We're gonna go with Phil. What's it? Uh, <laughs> Brian. Uh, what's Liam Neeson's character's name? Brian Mills. Brian Mills. <laughs> Brian Mills. All right. So Brian Mills, Brian Mills. Brian Mills. Now that's gonna be my go-to all the time. Yeah. Very Batman-esque, and the finishers look badass. Like when you no no you know in Batman where you, you kind of do that slow mo on the last villain that you're like fucking up. Right, it's like this one does the same thing, but it's usually with like I'm gonna decapitate this guy, or I'm chopping this guy in half at a horizontal, you know, angle. (laughs) Because angles are are what really make the chopping in half really, really really good. It's easier to cut something at an angle than it is to go straight. Never mind. Um, Whatever. (laughs) Gilbert can help me out there, but um, yeah. So this game looks fun. Yeah, (laughs) we're Uh, not gonna uh, go into the science of this. Actually, guys, uh, 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 resist explaining things. <laughs> My one superpower, guys. You got to let me use it sometimes. Right. <laughs> explain. I said, I, said, I said, like, give her homie on that one. But anyway, <laughs> so I really like it. Turns out in the beginning, um, it's the cliche. You're fighting. 
you end up a wife gets getting killed very orphaned? god of warish is that like orphaned what do you call it orphaned when you lose when you're an adult and you lose <laughs> like your wife and kids like Terrible. there should be a word for that yeah uh, the frank castle story that's sure. a punisher punisher you got castled. For those people you got castled you got castled yeah, you got, castled. You got reverse you go. orphaned yeah, reverse orphan. You got castled, and you're kind of dead. Well, you got like, like a piercing in the heart, or arrow to the knee, or no, what? What What it is is you're you're being possessed by what would essentially become a uh, is a ring wraith. Mm-hmm. So you're you're able to walk around in the living world, but you also have these like ghostish Ghost. powers. Wow. I think okay from the very beginning. I think what was happening is that I think they were killing people for blood sacrifice, uh-huh. so they could summon this spirit and then instead of the spirit just coming to them i guess the spirit possessed um the ranger dude mm-hmm. yeah and somehow revitalized him so i think you're supposed to piece it together as you play mm-hmm. but i think that's essentially the be- how the beginning's happening basically yeah and um you get this pretty awesome like i'm putting my hand on somebody and it mm-hmm. causes them immense pain so much pain that they can't move away and you kind of like can read their thoughts it's like the hand of truth Essentially, instead of a lasso, it's this burning <laughs> hand that you're going to put on somebody. Um, and then you ask them questions. And that's how you gain information to, like, take out higher ranking, like, generals in um, the uh, armies of Mordor, which is kind of cool. So it's like you can't just lay waste to everybody. You kind of need people alive to mm-hmm. gain information. Yeah. So basically what makes this game is the nemesis system, which you kind of says a little bit about but it goes much deeper so it could be pretty random on who gets affected by it that i've seen um but basically once somebody does that person kind of goads you the entire game so anytime you affect somebody it's possible for them to become your nemesis and try to like dick with you later and depending on how you defeat them uh gives them certain immunities uh gives them a certain appearance even so if you burn them you know, they have a chance of coming back burned, I think. They always come back a little bit tougher, uh, getting immunities to, like, say, if you killed them, you know, with the arrow last time, they might come back and say, oh, immune to ranged weapons. Oh, shit. <laughs> or yeah. immune to sneak attacks. And basically, yeah, just kind of randomly fuck shit up. Also, too, if you get killed by somebody, there's a chance that that orc will uh, be uploaded to the servers and then other people will see that orc in their games. Uh, and then you can kill that orc and then they'll tell you like, oh, somebody got revenge for you oh, because so you get beaten they once. killed you, but <laughs> this person was a badass, so they killed your nemeses. Wait, so you only get like one chance if you die once to them, they just get imported to another thing? Essentially, yeah. Do you get another nemesis after that or is it just like... Do you have a bunch of them? No, you have, like... it's, basically, it's basically like a restart. So when you die in a game, you basically restart or reload. So you'll fight them again, but they're kind of up, they're they're shared basically. Oh okay. yeah. So he doesn't like go away. He's still there. Like if you don't pass the level, they're not going to just say, "Oh, okay, you died. Game <laughs> over." <laughs> you know, you'll reload like a regular game. But right now, he's kind of more infamous. And essentially, there's like five head generals. And then be- between them, there's like I think it's like twelve or fifteen other guys that you kind of have to work your way through there. Mm-hmm. And if in the game, like, if you knock one off, an- another orc can either move up into that position and he gets kind of stronger, or somebody gets promoted within that um, orc's, like, fleet. Now they're your, like, target and they're a nemesis type of thing. Huh. It's really interesting. That part of the game, like, um, it, I heard it, uh, who wrote it? 
I think it's Kotaku when I was reading about it. They said, um, the story is dull, but the tone is perfect. So it, like you, the story you've kind of heard before, like we said, you've gotten castled. You're kind of doing these things to progress or whatever, but in its simplicity of the story, it allows you to like kind of just listen to like the um, chatter that's happening around because a lot of it is like you're kind of sneaking around and working your way places. Mm-hmm. And there's just like the chatter of the orcs alone can give you information. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. The game seems like it, it's not so much about you as a character, but as kind of like a living world. Yeah. So your character could pretty much be dull and boring and cliched and a copy of like basically most a lot of people say is Batman and Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Right. Like I'm watching the gameplay trailer right now. Uh, who makes it? Um, uh, Cause the thing is I'm looking at this thing and uh, monolith, the, the climbing looks exactly like Assassin's Creed. And there's a part where he's crashed down. looks exactly like Assassin's Creed. Um, even the Eagle vision or the ring wraith vision or whatever. looks exactly like Eagle vision. Like almost. No, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of blatant about it, mostly like, because I think they're they're hanging their hat on the Lord of the Rings Hobbit world, Middle Earth, and the Nemesis system. And to me, those are two pretty good um, foundation points to lead this into a very, very successful series. Yeah, if if it had been a original property, it might have been more hairy, mm-hmm. because they would have to create a whole new world. Since the uh, Middle Earth is really already there, it's just pretty much plugging in pieces right it um also looks phenomenal oh yeah, it, yeah. it's very pretty i just and wish game- the main character looked more like a dude and not like aragorn a lord of the rings dude yeah <laughs> that was what like you know they live in a fantasy medieval setting and everybody's just too elvish everybody's too perfect like give him some like right, he was a, a, he's a man a square he's a jaw yeah give him a square jaw um don't make him like a fucking military guy but you know make him look like he's been living in the woods for like more than a day more than an afternoon he's really shiny too in the rain too i'm watching some of his gameplay right now and it's just like why is he so shiny why is everything so clean and he looks so soft his just cheeks are so round right his chin is just so unopposing i mean even the orcs look a little too polished in my opinion but that's just nitpicking but i mean it yeah i'm like watching it right now it looks exactly like exactly those things batman assassin's creed because all the orcs kind of just waiting for you to attack them, kind of uh, Bruce Lee style, you know? It's like, all right, he's going <laughs> to attack. Now my turn to attack, you know? And then you get that big one fucking shit up, and then, oh, well, real-time event. Par- you know? Apparently in, in-game, they actually try to, try to team up on you. Mm. Yeah. So that, I think you're watching a game gameplay trailer. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, no, this yeah, is a uh, first I, gameplay trailer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, first gameplay trailer. So I think they've tweaked it enough so that yeah, here's more people the, um, attack you. I think that's just a display of like what you can do. The article I read earlier. Um, they see it, just a few. They highlight in gifs a couple of just a small um, combat things that happen mm-hmm. that I think are pretty badass. Um, I don't know. I, I I can't wait to play this game. Pretty is much. It for I mean, Xbox only or nah. This is uh all platforms. Okay, I gotta pick this up oh, because minus the um we. You. Yeah. The Nintendo DS. Yeah. yeah I gotta pick All that consoles. Up. That's pretty damn fucking cool. Because one thing I did notice especially is um a lot more blood than usual. Like than uh, yeah. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, no blood. This one, like I just saw a dude get his head chopped off and shit. And like, and like blood spurting from it. And I just saw a guy get his neck snapped right now too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So it, it's pretty um pretty exciting for me for me to, to play this. So one, here's a I question. Love... Okay. 
Here's a question. You can keep it simple and use the Assassin's Creed kind of Batman overlay, but what kind of cross, what kind of universe would you like to see probably explored by this kind of game mechanic gameplay, maybe even including the Nemesis system? Or what kind of, like, say if you want to see a Assassin's Creed Star Trek or something like that. Hmm. Or, like, what kind of combination of two, a game and maybe a setting would you guys like to see? Like a, like a CSI platformer? Well, kind of answer it quickly. Um... My thing was, like, Legend of Zelda, puzzle-based. Like I said, it's a puzzle game before anything else. And at a certain point, I realized, I'm not very good at puzzles. I kind of just want to wreck shit, you know? And you do it as Link, that'd be kind of cool. Like, seeing Link in a fighting game, that was hella, like, just amazing. You know, I kicked ass with him on Soul Calibur 2. And if I could see him kind of explore the world where it's a little bit more, like, battling people instead of just, like, Deku trees and shit, yeah... And, like, monsters and stuff, like, maybe kind of up the level of, like, uh, realism on the kind of bigger bosses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So or, like, less... Assassin's Link? Essentially, yeah. So, instead <laughs> of, like, okay, I gotta reflect the beam, okay, get the bomb, throw the bomb when he's lo- uh, looking, you know? Imagine, imagine like, setting explosives around the city to kill people, using the hook shot to, like, Spider-Man around. Right, like, use the hook the shot. The iron boots. <laughs> <laughs> Like, use the underwater, like, just, you know, the underwater level. Just like, all right, I'm going to go in the bottom of this creek and just kind of hang out and then assassinate somebody. Bam! Uh, um, Like, the fire the fire tunic going in, like, in the middle of, like, a volcano level where, like, you have this big, like, Balrog-type monster. Who would you kill in a volcano? <laughs> I said, like, a Balrog-type monster, you know? Oh, the Dodongo? Or, yeah, something like that, you know? But where it's, like, less repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat type of uh, boss battles and more like, ah, oh, fuck, this guy's attacking me. I got to... Shoot him with an arrow, with a light arrow, or a water arrow, whatever the fuck they have, you know? Have a, have a Goron nemesis? Exactly. That's that be- the game I wanted to play. Sorry to cut you off, Sam. Ooh. Star Wars 1313. They got canceled, right? It did. And said, to fuck me... fuck your couch. They said, fuck your couch. This was the... Me and Gilbert were talking about this the other day when we were like, we want a Star Wars universe. We want something in Star Wars that's not Jedis. Like, fuck, yeah. we've had enough Jedis. This guy was a gunslinger. This guy was like a, almost like a bounty hunter type of dude. And it was to me, it looked like Star Wars with the mixture of I mean, some Assassin's Creed esque type of things, um, Splitter Cell yeah. um, type of things. So it was a bit more stealthy because he's not a Jedi. You have to be resor- more resourceful. And so this is the game I wanted. I wanted a Star Wars like bounty hunter game. Right. So right, right. to make it essentially Splitter Cell inside. Space. Star Wars. <laughs> In space. space. That would be pretty badass, though. Like, same kind of thing as Star Wars Universe. Yeah, because, it again, it's something that you don't really have to establish your own original story. Right. Because so you, everybody so loves could, Star Wars. Yes, and you can focus on other things, like, exactly. you know, developing cleaner gameplay or something like that, or kind of or uh, better connections and stuff like that. Almost, exactly. Probably a better story, too. Right, right, right. But so my game, I, I have to go with it. Total War, Ooh. Mario. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> the Goombas so not, and the. So not an oh, so are, the are the Koopas going to be? So Koopas going to be like your nemesis? No, they're gonna, no, no. I'm talking about a Total War Mario game, a Total uh, War game with Mario characters. Each world is like a own its own like area, like the Mushroom Kingdom, mm-hmm. the Yoshi Kingdom, or Yoshi Island right. rather. <laughs> like, like you have a uh, Princess Toastal. She's the uh, main. She's the uh, queen of the land, and then you got like Toad foot soldiers, and you have mounted foot soldiers like on Yoshi's, and then like Mario and Luigi in charge of like Brooklyn and shit. Like that's their area of the turf. 
Brooklyn? Wasn't that what they are in the movie? <laughs> no, no, we're not talking. Shut your mouth, Sam. Hey, they're going. Is this expanded <laughs> wow. universe or is this? There's eight. There's eight worlds. Can I say this before you you go on? What's up? What's up? I miss I miss John Leguizamo. Do you? He's not yeah, dead. He's, I know he's, he's not right. dead, but I, I want him in more movies. <laughs> I also was having this thought. I was watching um a goofy goofy movie earlier. Uh huh. I'm gonna say it. I miss Polly Shore. Polly Shore in very small doses. Yeah, yes. like Polly Shore. Like, oh man, is that a Polly? That movie had Polly Shore in it. Like, if I could get that like twice a year, that'd be great. <laughs> twice a year, yeah. Still too much Polly Shore. If you had Polly Shore for like ten minutes a year, that's probably how I would put it. Like, <laughs> be in like twenty movies, but as long as your runtime doesn't go over ten minutes in the entire year, <laughs> like busted. Yeah, <laughs> the Leaning Tower of Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, enough. Right, yeah, I think I go, go on. Like, that's enough Polly Shore for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's about as much as I can take. What? Come back in about two months and give me like two more lines and then we'll be good. What about Casey Kasem? No. Uh, what about him? All right, so <laughs> that's I mean, all so, I had. Sorry, Gilbert, I didn't mean to cut you off. But Total War Mario. That's fine. You, you cut off my speech with uh, fucking Polly Shore honorable mention. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, moving so, on. <laughs> so we're moving on. All right. So yeah. we're going on to, um, I think, one of the year's most anticipated games, I would think, because there's a lot of people talking about it. Sunset Overdrive, which I have to agree with Sam, pretty awesome name for a movie. Video game. Uh, f- video by game? movie, I mean video game. Sorry. <laughs> what podcast are we doing? I don't know. We're doing all of them. <laughs> we just started about, talking about Polly Shore. It's like, is this the Sorry. new one? We're doing Player One gaming there you go Gilbert. um so yeah this game if you haven't seen anything um sam might have something in the link dump if not this is a very customizable very make everything look very personal very um like colorful very fast-paced game that is catching the eye of a lot of people and i i like it i really like where the the aesthetic of this game the art style Everything looks very, like, steampunk acid hipster, but hey. It is kind of weird because it's kind of, like, reminiscent of, like, 90s punk type of stuff or, like, the imagery or even yeah. 70s. But, like, think, like, punk rock but, like, 90s colorization. Like, 70s punk, like, all those kind of, like, Johnny Rotten, all those guys. But then you add, like, the color scheme of the 90s where everything's really vibrant and, like, orange and yellow and shit and extreme. No? It- Maybe? I was yeah, no. the 80s or the 90s? 90s, a little bit more orange. 80s didn't have so much orange. Because 90s, I just think of plaid. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, there's a guy in plaid on the far right, a little black guy right there underneath the gun. He's wearing plenty of plaid. I just remembered what this game reminded me of. What? what? Jet Set Radio, but with guns. <laughs> yeah, it's like Jet Set Radio. I got Beautiful Joe, like a 3D version of that where it's like not a cell shaded, but super like uh slow motion hyper fast things like that very uh add style you know that's kind of what i got from it i got this game to me looks like a playful version of the game brink that came out a couple years ago that was supposed to be like oh man it's gonna be so fun and you can customize your character and give them tattoos and all this other stuff game kind of fell on its face (laughs) <laughs> but it was using it was during that like everybody's like oh parkour in every video game that era <laughs> no. and this one was like kind of look at something if you need to go over it push right bumper you go under it push left right trigger and it was really fluid and then you're shooting or it might have been left trigger right but whatever button it was but it was just two buttons go up and over things and you had to like 
it was a shooting game that allowed you to like pretty much move freely throughout the map. Mm-hmm. But I think it took itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which and, is why I kind of made that joke about you realizing games were fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you can you can see a game; it could be vibrant and colorful, and it doesn't have to be grim, dark, and gritty. Um, even some like games that are fun, a lot of them tend to have like a darker tone to them, you know. So you have like Mario like, Party, like a bunch of the indie games. It's like they can't just yeah. be an indie game. They have to have like a horror tone or just kind of have something that's just weird and makes you uncut, un- uncomfortable. Um, yeah. Where this one is just like the guy di- plays and he dies and then he just gets back up and he does like a little kick. Homage, yeah, homage to uh, like, Portal. Homage to Portal and then kind of yeah. just like gets back into it. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So right. But probably the main like... thing about this game for me is—is is it on uh, PS3, PS4, or is it Xbox only? Uh, this is a believe it Xbox exclusive. Fuck! Because I'm, as you guys know, a big sucker for customization. And one of the first things they brought out in like some of the trailers and intros and stuff like that is that your character is fully customizable, like the hair, the clothes, things like that. You get style points, quote unquote, that you can add like. Mohawks, or like in the picture, there's like a teddy bear with a t- target on its belly for a knee pad or something like that. So, for me, that's like a huge deal where it's like, oh man, my character's fucking tricked out. It's badass. Like, if Grand Theft Auto did that, that'd be the only game I'd buy. But, you know, there's no Hispanic in there. There's a black guy, a crazy white guy, and another white guy. So, GTA did something. I mean, go on that route. GTA did something interesting where it's just like, you don't get to customize your character, you get to. Pick what your grandparents look like, and then to pick what your that would be what your parents looked like, and then that parents you can alter your parents a little bit, and then that'd be what you look like. It was the biggest waste of time in my book. I was like, why don't you just let me customize my guy? (laughs) This is fucking dumb. You know what that reminded me of? That reminded me of uh, it was in Madden a couple years ago where you had your creative character yeah. and like you could choose or like randomize your parents parents yeah so it's like dad former track star is on a box of Wheaties uh one olympic gold medal mom, mom a eats meth head right yeah Always so, it's like your speed dad was like 99 <laughs> your speed was like 99 cuz you got the bees in your teeth you got to get them the fuck out and then like yeah. but your laziness would be like 55 and like your health would be like 52 but like, and then you'd like randomize it again. But then it's like, oh, you're a black kid. Like, no, I don't want to be a black kid. I want to be a Hispanic, maybe looking character, which also pisses me off about Madden games. You're either black or white or Asian. There's an Asian setting. There's no Mexican setting. It's fucked up. Well, that'll change. There's more of us going in there, but we'll have that podcast for later. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this game <laughs> looks fun. I mean, this guy has a cowboy hat and it's spray painted because he's so cool and awesome and everything's super turquoise and purple and pinks and it looks fun. It looks very bright. It looks to me the only thing I could say about this is that will that get repetitive? Uh, I mean, one thing I did notice from the gameplay trailer was that it was a lot of "Ooh, I'm gonna skate on my feet across a telephone pole and then across the edge of a building and then I'm gonna shoot this thing off the edge of a building and then if I land on the ground, I'm getting mobbed by these little giant ogre monster things that are kind of scary looking. So it looked kind of like, oh well, that's fun, but like, where's the adventure? Where's the checkpoint maybe i just need to do a little bit more reading up on it but like is there like a story or is it just like a multiplayer no i I think the story is is that um there is a contaminated batch of energy drink (laughs) and that kind of sent the world world into this 
that's where those zombie puss dog things will come from. Yeah. So that's what happens there. But um, I, think the, I think the key for all that kind of repetitiveness is going to be how much powers do you get? How many powers do you get? And how fast do they dull them out? You know? Yeah. Um, are you going to get everything by mid game? Then it'll probably get pretty repetitive. Mm-hmm. You know, are you going to get some big kind of three quarters towards the end of the game? Um, yep. Are they going to be like, here's fireball one, here's ice ball one, and here's electric ball one? Or is it going to be like, you know, slow your enemies down with ice, um, light things on fire, and they can't cross it, you know, random th- things yeah, besides yeah. just do more damage or have more shields. Right. I, I um, Yeah, no, and to me, it's like, if there's no penalty for death, I think that'd make everything get you, let you be more like um I don't know more just adventurous in how your gameplay is gonna be like oh I'm, I've been staying up a pie so long I'm just gonna get down there and use my like powerful attacks or whatever you know and be on foot for a little bit right because that's one thing that um I loved about um Assassin's Creed was that if I just wanted to get somewhere I just kind of run on the rooftops and then jump on just go there on a straight line whatever was in my way but um and sometimes I just felt like walking around and picking fights with people i saw seen i saw seen throwing bodies off the top of a building that was always fun smoke uh, bombing crowds of people and watching them cough around <laughs> or seeing that, that one random guy ass. and be like he's going crazy um that's all <laughs> i guess uh, i guess to pick something off with the um assassin's creed the latest one assassin's creed uh black flag mm-hmm. like i'd smoke bomb and then i'd kill a guard or two and then i'd accidentally kill somebody and it'd be like, oh, desynchronization. And I was like, I was a pirate, man. And I'd do whatever the fuck I want. I wouldn't care about it if I killed somebody. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, Sunset Overdrive, my only thing about it, my only worry about it is that it might, may be a little repetitive. Right. But again, I have, I haven't watched enough. I mean, it looks fun. I haven't seen enough gameplay, um, to see if there's any, like, like maybe the bot, like, uh, the ones I have seen, the gameplay I have seen, um, the bot, is look you know different enough that you'd have to switch up a attack but you're still kind of just floating around jumping around on rooftops and stuff right and it's like oh you can use the rocket launcher or you could use the laser gun but it's like to me when gameplay trailer they look the same it's yeah. like everything was just like flashing lights flashing lights flashing lights and you know that was part of it where i was like uh oh you know this looks cool this looks amazing but how many times can i jump off of things and shoot people in the middle of a little isolated platforming area you know Oh man, and Destiny like is still has a crap ton of people playing it, so I guess a lot. You can do that a lot. <laughs> I guess, you know. <laughs> I don't know. It looks pretty interesting. It really does. Like kind of the like I said, the main thing, probably the best thing for it is the uh imagery and things like that. Like mm-hmm. very like I always say like ADD generation type thing. It also a little bit like when they do like the rolling on the electrical wires, like um infamous. Like very similar to oh, that. Oh yeah, second son and yeah, all those ones, you know. Like, the only thing I'm trying to find is, like, where's the difference? Like, you're jumping a bunch, you're jumping a bunch, you're gliding on electricity uh, wires and things like that. Um, the city looks pretty interesting. You know, it's, like, kind of half broken down, half futuristic, mm-hmm. half, you know, utopian, half dis-utopian. San Francisco? <laughs> oh, from uh, Big Hero 5 Hero or 6 or whatever? Pretty yeah. much. It's, like, you know, it's it's a little bit like that city in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy where they get captured in the first time. Where everything's oh, a little yeah. too clean, except it's a little bit more orange and blue, you know? Sammy has a thing. It's oranges and blues, I guess. Well, that's that's like the number one <laughs> contrasting color on the color wheel. That's why it's used in every movie poster and things like that. Fun fact. And Sam loves it. I hate and it. Sam I mean, loves his orange and his blues. <sighs> anyway. And with Sammy Sai, that leads us into our top three here at Player One. Top um, three. Like I said at the top of the show, 
we're going to let you guys know our top three garbs in gaming. Maybe early enough to give you guys an idea for the Halloween. Maybe you want to go as a, uh, I don't know. Pac-Man. One of Pac-Man. Waka, 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 waka. Or perhaps a Pac-Man ghost. Inky, Blinky, Clyde, and Bashful. Sure. What? <laughs> all right. So Those are the names, I think. The way we do this here at the Excellence here on Player One is that we're gonna all go and name our third best, and then we're gonna go our second, then we're gonna go our first. And we're kind of go round robin, so we're gonna go from um, ugliest to uh, best looking. So Sam, go ahead. You go ahead and go first. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say ugliest, but I would say third best. I would say. And for me, my number three is gonna go classic because it was so iconic. It was so kind of hilarious how arousing it was at the time at least at this point with graphics getting so much better and that is hold um, on Sam. hold on was he aroused i was roused <laughs> I gotta fit that in there oh this isn't that massage game from rival schools is it <laughs> rival school. it was the nurse from rival school no that's actually gonna be laura croft tomb raider I mean, beside the like super polygon nipples from the first one, like or we can't, what nipples? They're just polygon boob. They were triangular boobs. I guess you could say that. But <laughs> Sammy imagined them as really, really hard nipples. That <laughs> so hard they were just horizontally square the entire time. Well, no, I mean it's a very simple costume, just like a blue or white top, the short shorts, and then and then and then and then and then and then. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Can I think Sammy dropped. Yeah. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you, Gilbert. Hello. Yeah, I heard and then and then and then and then and then I can't hear you guys. Hold on. Let me fix some things. Check check. And then 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 and then. So it was like very, very basic and simplistic, but just I think that what really does it is like the belts. And like the straps and stuff and the extra <laughs> clips, like it's so minimalist, but at the same time, like all those belts don't hold that many clips of ammo and weaponry and shit, but she always had of course ammo. They do. Never ran out, you know? And mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's oh, well. ever been really truly efficient at dual wielding handguns, but Laura Croft could and she looked good doing it. That's all I'm saying. So number three, I guess would be uh Tomb Raider, Laura Croft. Very good. Um I guess we'll go with Gilbert now. Uh, Donkey Kong. Yeah. Straight up a red, tie. A red tie. <laughs> that's class right there. Yeah. No, no. A- <laughs> For mine, like, uh, I'm trying not to say, like, all medieval dudes and stuff like that, but. Because <laughs> that would be predictable. Know. Yeah. I don't know. I might have to go with the uh, Geralt of Rivia. Witcher 2. Witcher 2. Oh, all right. How do you even spell it, that? It was like a. um. It's kind of like Renaissance garb, but like mostly realistic in that it has like color and things that seem like they would have existed at that time. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when you get into like fantasy and stuff like that, it's either like these weird like Macy's H and M steampunk like leather clothes, or it's um uh, like these weird armors that are really just ridiculously stupid, right? <laughs> or it's like black and black over black with more black with black and then he has a hood and somehow his hood casts a dark shadow over his face mm-hmm. and there's black belts with yeah, black buckles like the guy from sword is black yeah <laughs> the guy from thief yeah and where he and his are more like you know he's not 
bright and flamboyant, but he has a little bit of color. He has armor that seems to work for what he needs it. He's super mobile, so it's not like big plate mail or anything like that. There you go. But, you know, it just kind of works. It it just looks like it, it's functional. Right. Rather than just like these giant pauldrons that are like fucking three feet tall. We're talking about, you could just go no armor like Kratos and just have two big knives fused to your arms or whatever. Speaking of Kratos, my number three. Really? <laughs> the God of War, Kratos. Oh, really? I was just kind of kidding. <laughs> no. How much? I mean, you got, that's pretty badass. Like, one, he has the pale skin and the red mark, all that. Pretty, uh, I guess that would be uh, contrasting colors. Man, I'm smart. Shut up. Um, <laughs> green for red. And, um, green is contrasting. Well, he doesn't want to look like a Christmas Spartan, so we'll go with white. <laughs> um, and then with the the chain, chain swords, the little bit of a tunic thing that he wears, the high, um, the knee, what are those called? The shin gauntlet, shin guard. Greaves. Sandals. Very easy Greaves. for someone to do. Greaves. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kratos, man. Well, and he's a badass. Like, if you're bald and somewhat in shape, <laughs> and by someone, I mean, like, ridiculously in shape. Now, we're we doing Kratos without the shoulder pad or with the shoulder pad? Because I'm looking on Google right now, and he has two costumes. Uh, The one with the shoulder pad, I think, is from God of War 3. It's like one shoulder, right? Yeah. Yeah, that one's pretty bad. Ice, yeah. If you will. But yeah. That was my... Nice and red. Is that like, did he paint that on? Is that tattooed or is that cursed? It's, I don't know. It's cursed on, I believe. No. So grim, dark, so edgy. Yep, he's white from the ashes of all the people he's killed. God damn. <laughs> yeah. He's not white just because he's white. Yeah, he's not an albino Spartan or anything. Yeah, he could have been. <laughs> the ginger Spartan. All right, so, um, so Samuel left that one. I guess I'll do my number two. Did I leave out one? No, yeah, you started that one. Oh, I started that one. Go ahead with number two, then. I'll go with number two. My number two, I'll go twice in a row, is uh, my favorite character just in general in most things, uh, Batman from Arkham City. Ooh. His armor was, his bat suit was very armor-esque, very, like, like plates of strategic armor mm-hmm. in places. Like, like, like military, a military, like he was doing urban ops or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Wait, Arkham City or Arkham Origins? Arkham City. Because Arkham City is just the big gray metal piece like he was in uh, Arkham Asylum. Arkham Origins, Arkham, Origins and... Arkham Origins is the one where it's a little bit more metal, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's a toss-up. No, the one that, in actual gameplay, it, it looks different than, I guess, the poster. Yeah, because Arkham Origins has, like, where it's, like, kind of cubed up a little bit, and so it looks a little bit more uh, armory. But um, I believe yeah. you. Yeah, that, that armor looked badass to me. Very much more functional. And um, also, I mean, can I, can I throw in a... 2.5-ish in there. Yeah, go ahead. Um, The way they made Robin look in that game was pretty badass, too. Yeah, I'm looking at the alternate skins. They have, like, Batman Beyond skin. They have Old Man Batman skin. They have... uh, 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 Batman Beyond. Yeah. They have, uh, what's his name? Animated series Batman with the eyes are all white and shit. And they have uh, 50s Batman. Those are all pretty badass, though. But, yeah, Batman Cheater video game. (laughs) What? All right. Batman Cheater video game. Batman what? is just a character. He's not. He's a movie comic character. That's less video game. But I guess he's in the video it's game. Not, it's a good video game. We just talked about a video game that was robbing from this game. Which is also robbing off of a movie. Yes. What is your... What? Uh, anyway. So yeah, Batman... <laughs> he's, a video, he's a video game character. And yeah. he likes his duds. I guess. Uh, also, you can get the uh, Sinestro Cores. Stop his answer, Sam. Oh, it's not the right armory. Oh, it's, it's actually from three, not from two. 
Uh, he's actually a snail from the Parkalax dimension. You can actually, in, in, a, in Arkham City, you can actually get the count. Sinestro Corpse uh, Batman 2, which is kind of cool. What? Yep. Does he have yellow light wings? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I'm just trying to go with the theme of Sinestro. Yeah. Yellow fear. Yellow, yeah. So and then you could do, um, anyway, so yeah, that game was fun. I got to buy that game again. <laughs> yeah. All, all right, right. So, um, let's go Gilbert. We'll just go in reverse order. Yep. All right. So number this one, two. This, this one is based on the fact that if you try to cosplay this character, it'll probably cost you about $8,000 to get <laughs> what he's wearing. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure it's like, you know, high end. Le- like not, I'm not even talking about the nanotech, but just like the leather jacket he wears, and probably the suit underneath. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be going to be Adam Jensen, uh, Deus Ex, yeah. Human Revolution. Great, great game. And great style. Cool. Like I wish that game. I wish the ending was better. The game was good. I wish the ending was better, but the kind of style they went with it was was pretty good. Especially since I think a lot of it was from the first Deus Ex mo- uh, video game. Mm-hmm. Which it was nice to see that style, even though it kind of went on the orangey direction, where <laughs> the original yeah, Day of Sex was not, <laughs> was not so much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's basically like what you would think the future might have, but kind of similar to what we have right now. So it's a leather jacket, but because he's a security guy, it's a little bit more. Uh, it, he, he basically wears a turtleneck underneath. And kind of like body armor, but he's mostly machine, so he doesn't really need the armor. Right. He's got like a yeah. nice little turtleneck type collar. It's pretty dope. Yeah, and, he, and that collar is gigantic. It's like a three <laughs> inch collar. And yeah. he's wearing sunglasses without the earpiece. No, the sunglasses are inserted into his face. His face. Yeah, oh Jesus! So like, if you see, if you look at his face, he has these like metal kind of like Nubs. lines underneath his eyes. Yeah. And the sunglasses come out. And basically his sunglasses are like a a HUD. Oh, shit. Well, his eyes are the HUD, but I think the sunglasses do something else. I'm not sure. They polarize Besides too? Sh- shit. shade light. <laughs> it's infrared and shit. That'd be pretty cool. But yeah, basically it's like a uh, classic look. Just a, that big old leather duster. He has a little bit of design on it. Not too flashy. And the shades just complete the look. God, I forgot Azrael was in that game. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at Batman pictures. I was going to um, say, uh, in Human Revolution? No, no. Human Revolution, that game was... I love stealth-based games. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you can play that game any fucking way that you want makes me like Except it Except for the lot. fucking boss battles. <laughs> yeah, boss battles are... I was like, oh, I upgraded all my fucking stealth shit. Oh, but now you're putting me in a box with a fucking guy who just fires a Gatling gun. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't really hide from him because it's a small box. Right. But yeah, anyway, I beat it. I got through. <laughs> all right, we're going on to my number two? Yeah. All right, so my number two is also still calling back to the 90s with this one. And I guess I must have a thing for belts or something because I just noticed that that's pretty much the main component of this guy's uh, costume as well. And that's going to be the guy who came here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. And he just so happens to be all out of bubblegum. That's Duke, Duke motherfucking Nukem. <laughs> very nice. Man. There's a pattern. Your guys are very simplistic. Very simplistic, yeah. but like... 
I mean, so this is what he got. Red tank top, kind of like jeans, bunch of belts holding some shit, a belt buckle with the radioactive signal on it, a trench coat, sunglasses, and a cigar, and also dual-wielding pistols. Like, that's just a basic badass look. Like, if you saw Sam likes unproportioned people and belts. And dual-wielding. And dual-wielding. Well, I mean, if you just look at him, like, he's the most badass motherfucker of all badasses, you know? Like, I know. I think I named the most badass motherfucker of all badasses. Who? Chuck Norris? Batman. Batman. I don't know. Duke Nukem versus Batman. Duke Nukem don't give a shit. I'm just saying prep time. That's all I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> I'm just Batman saying. Batman has one superpower. It's prep time. Ooh, Batman? Yeah. He basically knows when anybody's going to attack him and then prepares for that. You know what? Duke Nukem also has a cowboy hat that flies off mid-shot. So I just noticed that in the picture. He has a cowboy hat. You don't fuck with a guy with two guns, a leather trench coat, brown leather trench coat, and a cowboy hat. You do if you've been planning about it for about six months. He doesn't plan. Duke Nukem doesn't plan. He just shoots the first thing in front of him. That's the thing. Not talking no, about. No, we're talking about Batman. Batman. No, I'm talking Duke about Duke Nukem, Nukem was, towards within Batman. 100 miles of Batman. He's preparing for when they will meet. Oh no! Duke Nukem will just be at a bar one day and then hunt down Batman and then fire everything at him. <laughs> no, but no planning. Saying, Sam. Yeah, he's preparing Sam, for this. He's preparing to be hunted down. No, he's too busy worried about the Joker and the Penguin, and he's not worried about Duke Nukem. He, Duke Nukem's he just a fail state for the entire Justice League. <laughs> he has. Except the Justice except League to worry a, about. He didn't have a failsafe. Or if somebody found out he had a failsafe and used it against the Justice League. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> he didn't have too many redundancies. <laughs> well, you know what? You don't <laughs> you don't plan for Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem plans for you. How about that? I thought you just said Duke Nukem doesn't plan. Right. Sherwood he, Forest didn't land on us. Yeah, I didn't say yes! Duke Nukem <laughs> does Got No it books in. reference. Good no. Time. Gilbert. I was going to do it, but I was like, mm, somebody else better do that. No, Duke Nukem <laughs> does not plan. He attacks randomly when he feels like it. You know why? Because he came to kick ass and chew bubblegum. That's his reasoning. He just comes to kick ass, whether it's physical ass. <laughs> so here's what Batman will do. Batman will throw bubblegum at him, and he'll be right. distracted. He'll start chewing. Like, oh, I, my conundrum that I, I gave myself is now, <laughs> now in jeopardy. The- what do I do? I have plenty of bubblegum, and it's the good stuff. Is that... Freaking a uh, bubble yum or big that, it's chew? that was it chew by the foot right or fruit no no uh, foot fruit by the not fruit by the foot um, no, uh, bubble tape bubble tape bubble tape there we go it's six feet of bubble gum for you not them I remember the commercial from <laughs> yep. the nineties but you know what Duke Nukem's gonna look better <laughs> yeah. at that battle. even if he loses gum. even if he loses he's gonna be look better than Batman would. Because Batman's like, oh, I'm a weird, oh, black, I'm a weird kid. This is a weird nerdy conversation. Sammy, <laughs> let's just go. Give us your number one. We'll go back around. All right. Do you want to do honorable mentions first or uh, number ones? Uh, what did we do last time? Uh, It was like honorable mentions kind of thrown in there. And if they ended up being someone's number one, then we brought it up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then do that. So, I mean, hopefully I'm not taking someone's obvious answer. Actually, I'll just leave it alone. I'll leave that for the end. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go another honorable mention. Mario. Very basic, but very classic. Um, nightmare. Again with the strap, some type of strap. Nightmare from Soul Calibur. 
like just the most demonic mm-hmm. all spikes made of everything spikes the voice like i'm gonna eat your soul and then the soul edge with the eye on the fucking blade that shit's terrifying and then a three-way tie between akuma ryu and ken because it's essentially the same costume but just very simple but just simply badass color swapped color swapped exactly kuma had the beads which is probably making most awesome out of the three but yeah but my number one comes from that video game series and that's gonna be chun li that has the best costume i believe or the best garb altogether because i mean not only are you the first real woman in video game fighting but you also come out with one of the most badass costumes of all time it's a traditional Traditional Chinese uniform with the white boots and everything, but those horns, man, those ox horns. So traditional. And then, like, you have the alternate costume where she's in, like, the jumpsuit and shit, and that's pretty badass as well. But mostly just, like, those little hair nugget things, like, I guess they're called ox horns in in Chinese or whatever. And then, like I said, the studded. Oh, that's what you're talking about. I was like, what are you talking about? Ox horns? (laughs) Yeah, the studded bracelet, too. Like, she could fuck up somebody with, like, a big spike bracelet. And then, like, the the kicks and everything, it was, like, free-flowing. It was mobile is nice pretty blue i liked it and i think that's probably one of the most like dynamic and iconic uh video game clothing bits of all time i honestly think all right very good i can't yeah. argue with that mm-hmm. can't argue with that one then we'll go back to gilbert mm-hmm. all right um, a couple honorable mentions perhaps and a number one all right honorable mention is Going to be, uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be Mass Effect Two, and it's going to be probably Fallout. An N Seven uh, armor. Yeah, but it, just the care. Like I kind of mean the whole game, because you have like uh, uh, Thane Kreos, the assassin. He had like yeah. a future kind of jumpsuit, uh, not jumpsuit, but a futuristic leather jacket. Then mm-hmm. uh, the N Seven armor. Yeah, just every. A lot of the clothing in that game, even like the future suits and stuff like that, like, oh, that's what might have, it looks like a suit, but just with different cuts and stuff like that, like no collar or, you know, something that mm-hmm. just makes it a little bit different, but not exaggerated, kind of like a suit from the 1920s and a suit now. It's pretty yeah. much the same thing, just with like different touches. Right? Yeah, different style accents. Yeah. So a lot of the things in that game were they're pretty cool, pretty well done to make it feel more real. Uh, and then... Mm-hmm. Fallout, just because it matched its own setting, mm-hmm. um, really to a T. Is it was patchwork armors, patchwork suits, things that just made people look crazier or technological. Like you had the Brotherhood in their giant metal suits, but then you had like fiends and just like leather straps with spikes on them. Right. Uh-huh. Um, cool, cool. Oh, but then my number one. I don't know. Uh, the number one. Do it's, it. It's it's tough. Do it because. You gotta go fast, Sonic. You gotta go with yeah, shoes, red shoes, <laughs> Just red shoes. Do you have a collar? Does he have a cufflinks? Something like that? I don't know. Like gloves, his red gloves, shoes and white gloves. There you go. <laughs> no, um, this is like the best outfit, <clears throat> not like maybe the most utilitarian. There's a couple that are just that just kind of work really well, mm-hmm. and not because they're like protective or anything um ah, it's a tough one i ID guess these are Soul these Calibre. are kind of also on, i don't mention this, but i don't want to mention them just in case they're your number one gear but 
mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go with a tie, Ooh. but they're from the same series, and it's going to be, um, shoot, what's his name? Rick? No, not Richter. Um, it's going to be Alucard Ooh. and, ah, shit. Which one's the Belmont from 2? Simon? No, no, not two. Um, super. That's interesting. Didn't see that coming. Oh, Simon. Yeah, Simon Belmont. Simon. Yeah, Simon Belmont. Okay, yeah, it's Simon. So yeah. And Garbuckle? He 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 has this <laughs> kind of like armor, but it's a bit like he doesn't have leggings or anything, so his legs are a bit uh-huh. exposed. So it's a bit like Greek armor. Um, I think it's formed, so it's like the chest kind of piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh-huh. it's it. Basically, like that gothic style. Yeah, something they show you something, but then they add the gothic flavor to it. So, like, it's armor, but it's not like just you know a knight's armor, just white plate and stuff like that. It's form fitting. It's like Greek style. It fits that kind of. It, it tells you there's something older there than than you probably expect. And the same thing with Alucard. His is just like you know snazzy. He's basically in this fucking elaborate suit you know he has the collar mm-hmm. and everything and like the capes and the coat overcoat and whatnot mm-hmm. and yeah that'll Very be like nice. if i were to wear if i were to wear something those things would look really good mm-hmm. there you go yeah i have to look them up because i don't um never, like i said never played a uh castlevania game what yeah sorry that, that, that answer was kind of like unclear and just jumbled it's all right <laughs> it's all right because i'm gonna bring it in nice and tight because Mm. Uh, I don't think it's going to be um, any surprise for me. Um, honorable mention. I got to give up to the. <laughs> just a saddle and some boots. <laughs> um, that's what I do on a Friday. Way, night. That, no, that's my that's my <laughs> nighttime wear with the ladies. Just a saddle and some boots. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm a horsey. Um. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Foster's home for imaginary friends. <laughs> um, my game Thanks honorable mention guys. has to go to Sammy. You want to sing the song? <laughs> All right, that was the beginning of. Uh, keep going. It has to be the Master Chief armor, most specifically, probably from Halo Three or Four. I think Four, just because it looks a little bit cleaner up. Oh. Cleaned up, I should say. Not the Hayabusa Hi- armor. Res. Hayabusa. Yeah, I'm a ninja. No. <laughs> no ninja. Not uh, the, uh... And then Halo 3, man, there were so many armor like combinations that look badass. I don't even want to go, go down those. Um, but you're going vintage. That was my honorable mention. And I have another one. Uh, fuck, what was it from? Uh, uh, anyway, fuck that. It wasn't that important. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, but my number one is for my favorite video game series, Edward Kenway. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yes, very Jack Sparrow. There's a um there's a uh pirate suit you could buy in the game that's just all black and it looks badass. All things black considered, belts. All things considered though. I think all of our number one would have been an Assassin's Creed character, but we kind of put that before the show that, uh, no, we can't all have Assassin's Creed characters as number yeah. one. So. I think Ezio would have won out, I think. I think Everybody's... Ezio was mine uh, from uh, Brotherhood. 
That one. Uh, he's a little bit more armored up. That one was badass. Mm-hmm. But you went I like Kenway's. Kenway. Yep. And um, I actually really like Arnos. Oh, the new guy, the, new the French guy. Street, the new guy. Arnos looks. Um, Arnos looks very much as if somebody would wear that normally. <laughs> Minus like the peak on the hood, but it looks very badass to me. But um, I'm going with Edward Kenway because it was functional for his time. Um, granted, I don't know how he would swim with all that shit on. Sometimes when he jump on, jump into the water, it's like he would immediately start sinking, and none of your guns would work when you got out. But really, though, just admit it, Greg. It's just because it's the pirate-themed version of an assassin outfit. Essentially, yeah, I love being <laughs> pirates. <laughs> if he had a hook, peg leg, and eye patch. You would you would cosplay as him every day. So he's Adewale. I would, Gilbert. You know me so well. <laughs> well, that's part of the. If you follow me on Twitter, it's the hashtag back to two back to two forty because that was like my norm. That was my best in shape weight. Was it really? Yeah, mine was two fifty five. Two forty. Yeah, it was two forty. Damn, two forty. I had seven percent body fat. I was a very muscular beast of a human being. <laughs> <laughs> To the point where I've had coaches of sports tell me, like, you are a physical, you are what? You are a, a physical so impossibility. Sexy. No. <laughs> physical specimen. There you go. You are I, a physical will, specimen. I want to dissect you. Yeah, I've had, I've, I remember, well, I did the whole uh, body, ma- like, uh, what's it called? Body fat BMI. index thing? Body mass index. Not, not BMI. That's like the whole test or whatever. But I did the high little chamber egg thing where you, like, float in water and they test how much you how much actual percentage of body fat you have yeah and the people at the people that did this were at the local college and they were like we've never we've had athletes come in we've never had anybody that's like your size and so dense and i was like hey thank you i think i don't know they call me dumb <laughs> fuck you lady <laughs> anyway i think she was flirting with you man i think she said mm, you're so dense mm. so dense i was like yep seven percent of my fat my dong no that makes no sense um <laughs> that'd be disgusting yeah. <laughs> just hang there right <laughs> anyway um so yeah um i'm working my way back to that um yeah. slowly but surely i did my ten thousand steps and four miles today so you gotta keep on keeping on keep anyway on if you want to support gurgi and his uh weight loss efforts uh, follow me on Twitter at MXLNTGERG. That's Mexlint Gerg. Uh, and please tell him fatness. that he sucks and he'll never amount to anything and he's just going to get fatter as time goes on. And this is uh, an effort that is in vain and he will only fail. Good God. Yeah, tell me all that. Thanks, Gilbert. I'm going to go <laughs> slip my fist now. That he so. should shoot himself because he's never going to do it. Gilbert. Gilbert, uh, Gilbert's always been the pillar of support in my family. <laughs> yep. And um, and since I yeah, tell me all that stuff, uh, my the, your hate your hate will fuel me, and your compassion and support will also make me have nice, warm, fuzzy feelings in his butt. I like and I like fuzzy feelings in his butt. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was it. <laughs> wait, so we word have... vomit. Word vomit. So, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. We have Sammy's number one, which was. Chun Li. Yeah, 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 yeah. number one, which was Alucard slash Simon. And mine, Dumb. which was Edward Kenway. Oh, so Let us you. know on Facebook. Um, who are your favorites? Who do we miss? Who do you think like you guys are dumb? Fucking Batman, that doesn't count. You're an idiot, Gerg. All that stuff. 
who are your favorite? Who are you, who are you cosplaying as? Let us know in the description. Sammy's gonna black out right now and go into his word vomit. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash themexcellence. On Twitter, at themexcellence. And on YouTube and SoundCloud. Those are those sites slash themexcellence, D-O-T-C-O-M. That's themexcellence.com spelled out. Look out every Friday for a new episode of our Player One Gaming episode on our YouTube page. So be sure to subscribe there. Thank you. Yeah, so that was it. I don't know. And then also put down how much uh, you have to weigh. Or how much you have to weigh. How much weight you have to lose before you can be that character. I need to go down 70 pounds to be any character ever. Unless I want to be <laughs> E-Honda. In that case, I just have to shave my entire body, and I'm not down for that. So, uh, Gilbert can be any character he fucking wants. Gilbert's like I that. A, I got a belly. I got a little belly. Gilbert, are you under or over 200? I'm over 200. See, I don't think there's a dude in our family that's under 200. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Our cousin Fart, he's um he's big dude. Cousin Candy. Candy, he's a big guy. He's not as big as he used to be, he's a big guy. Bobo is still pretty big. Bobo's probably still above two hundred. <laughs> and then there's me. I'm over two hundred. Then there's Sam who's fat. Who's who's over two hundred. <laughs> are you guys are you guys challenging me to try to get under two hundred? No, stay over. Human male should be adult. Human male should be over two hundred pounds. That's just fine. <laughs> no matter no matter your height. No matter your height. Because even if you're if you're four, five, five five like in my height, I'm five eight. My best shape of my life was two hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, but you're also a physical specimen. You're literally made of nothing but bones and meat. True. Like you have no liquid in your body. It's just <laughs> meat. <laughs> I'm the opposite of Big Hero Six. I'm just like dense. It's true. Just, I don't. I don't float. Thermal nuclear reactor. <laughs> just kind of like he's a molten heat, and that comes from my dad. Like my, <laughs> me and my dad will get in water. We just kind of like sink. We're like, this is not supposed to happen. Play dead. <laughs> it's not working. I'm still going down. <laughs> you're like Wolverine. You just goes think when you hit yeah. the bottom. Essentially like that. But um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been, I think, a pretty solid. Fun episode of Player Juan Gaming. Player Juan. Player Juan Gaming. That's Sammy showing the greatest enthusiasm and effort into this. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. Next Friday and every Friday from the rest of your life, we will have a Player Juan Gaming episode available to you on YouTube. Ooh, yeah. Go Wait, go to the YouTubes. Check it out. Wait, what? Every Friday for the you rest of your life. Don't, don't promise that. We got to keep doing them. Then we all got to drive up to Gilbert's house and record shit. And I don't want to play Wii games anymore. <laughs> I'm uh, taking up hey. my consoles and be like, all right, fellas, I'm going to give you guys 30 minutes to figure out how to play a shooter. Oh, it's okay. I don't, and we'll never learn how to play a shooter. Eric, 30 minutes? I'll only need five. <laughs> to <laughs> learn how to get shot every five <laughs> seconds. Repeatedly, over and over. I'll be the jackass being, what's going on? What's happening? What's happening? I don't know. Oh my god, we're gonna play, moving. We're going to play the scariest game to get thrown into. We're going to play Battlefront on the same squad and go into the game. I just want to see Sammy's reactions. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I think that's it for this episode of Player, Player One, One Gaming Podcast. Podcast.
job, Sam. Yeah. Did you say plan? Oh, by the way, I'm Sam Gonzalez. I'm Gilbert Gonzalez. And as usual, I am the fantabulous Gurky. Let's try that again. This has been Player One Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Can I just say one thing? Go ahead. All of you listening, you know your favorite game? It sucks.